So, Mr. Breen, thank you very much for being on again. Wanted to also say thanks for willing to be on the podcast as you are at the Builder 20 group. I'm looking at your agenda and man, you guys are, you're in there pretty tight and they're really tight. Try to power pack it in for the few days we're here. For sure. For sure. So again, I'm very interested in Builder 20. Just from the first episode, I was like, yeah, we, we got to do this again because this is, this is pretty intense and some pretty amazing stuff. So we decided to try to get on another call while you were at Builder 20. So looking at the agenda, you guys really started and ramped up yesterday, Thursday? Yep, correct. So tell me a little bit about what it was like when you first got there. Is it, you know, let's see, you left Wednesday, I want to say. Everybody gets in. You know, it's more like, hey, let's just meet up at the bar and hang out for a little bit. And then we're just, we're going to get to it on Thursday. Was it like? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that. So flying in and, you know, we've got 16 members and uh, they all fly in from a different state, you know, so we're kind of spread across the country. So everyone's getting in, popping in at different times. And it just, it, it always seems to start uh, a couple of days before with the group text thread that starts to go out. Right. What's the plan of the weekend? Where are we meeting up? Where's dinner? You know, so Wednesday night is typically you know, an optional dinner. If the group wants to get together, come on in, let's get together. If not, uh, you know, we'll see you first thing Thursday morning. You know, so me personally got in a little bit late on Wednesday night, but was able to catch up with uh, part of the group at dinner, you know, say hi uh, and, and get back to my hotel, get checked in and get ready for the next day. But uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it's just trying to bring everyone together and you, you think it's not that big of an ordeal, but you know, when our, when our team mom, our uh, NHB rep is trying to pull everybody together from, you know, 16 different states, it's a lot of coordination, you know, so I feel bad for, we're all texting saying, oh, I can't make it for dinner and I'll be in for dinner and I won't get there in time. I'll be 20 minutes late. Everyone's right. jumping around and, and the chaos starts to, to instill. That's crazy. It sounds like it is such a tight knit group that every, it just makes it work. Everybody makes it work one way or another. It is, you know, and I, I often laugh because I feel bad. I'll, I'll text our, our NHB rep and say, hey, I'm going to be there. Never mind. My plane's late. Hold on. I think <laughs> I might have time. I'll leave the restaurant. Send me the address. And I, I sit back. I'm like, man, I, I'm one of, you know, 16. This group, 16 really, right. But really, she runs, I think she said she runs 30 groups. So, you know, I'm one of 350 members that are harassing her like this. And I thought, I'm, a, I'm an adult, man. Just give me the name of the restaurant. I'll get myself. The reality is we're all pretty capable, you know, and responsible that we can make it happen. But yeah, tight knit. I mean, again, I, I see these guys once every six months and you roll into each other and it's just like, you know, instant best friends again. It's so cool to see everyone and immediately catch up. You feel like you pick up right where you left off. Right. And I, I'd assume that camaraderie is just important to the group in general. That's why you have such a... I guess, extensive vetting process as you're bringing in new members to the group. Yeah, you know, absolutely. In fact, uh, I had an interview with a potential new member yesterday evening after we finished our meetings. The prospect member asked me, you know, what, uh, give me one reason why I would join your group. You know, I, I thought it was interesting that he asked me that and I appreciated it. And I said, what's unique, I believe, to our group is that it's not just about the growth of the business, the financials, how do we make more, but it really, we, we've gotten, personal enough with each other's life that we care about the balance in their life. So it's not how many hours are you working, but it's also how's your family life? What books are you reading? What are you doing to improve yourself? 
you know, and that naturally just brings a connection to each other of, you know, friends and family and not just business associates. That's amazing. How many potential members do you guys interview per session? Really? Um, you know, I got put on as kind of our membership chair about a year and a half ago. I've kind of been working in that, let's call it that position for, for the last couple of years. We really try to keep our group right around 15 to 17 members, mm-hmm. you know, so really if, if we, if we lose a member due to whatever reason, we'll kind of put the feelers out there to find a new prospect in outside of that, you know, it doesn't happen. So it's been a little unique over these past few years with, uh, with COVID coming across that we've had, we're bringing in a third new member right now and trying to grab on a fourth, mm-hmm. but that'll put us at our number. We don't want, you know, we don't, not that we don't want, we don't need new members beyond that. It starts to get too large of a group, too hard to orchestrate and organize. Right. You know, so yeah, hopefully we bring on this, this fourth gentleman uh, in our fall meeting and hopefully that keeps us pretty locked down for a few years. Nice. Nice. Well, so I'm, again, I'm looking at your agenda. Thank you for sending that over, by the way. Tell me, let's see, you got goals and check-in. This two-question session, there's, it's quite a bit of time. It looks like 9.30 to 3 o'clock. Um, there is a lunch involved there. Tell me about the two-question session. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. We actually, you know, you say it looks like there's quite a bit of time on that. Mm-hmm. We started that yesterday morning around 8.30 and quit around 3.30. We had our sponsor come in a half hour late and we still have four members that need to update based their two-question session. So wow. really, we only got through 12 of us, you know, and that's sitting in a conference room that whole time. Mm-hmm. The goal of that is to kind of naturally bring up discussions that each member wants to or needs to have. So each member gets somewhere on a half hour, 45 minutes to kind of give us what we, what we may call kind of a, an update, but it's a little unique where each member before they come to the meeting is asked to fill out a member update sheet that tells us where their business at. Okay. What's going on? How are you personally? What's going on with your business? What does the economy look like in your area? So, all of us members should individually see our other members, uh, member updates. So the goal is let's not waste time going over that. Let me read and see what you have. And then as we get into this two question session, you've got, you know, 30 or 40 minutes to ask kind of your two most important questions that you want to get out of the group. So really it's the time to focus on you and what your needs are at that moment. Okay. So that's you, you are getting your questions out to the group, not the group giving you questions. Okay. All right. That's correct. Now what it does, and this is where, the two question session became unique to us individually. So the idea was let's give you a couple of questions that you can get out of the group. What it typically does is it allows the group to now start to fire back at you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we've kind of got a list of about 30 questions that, you know, which would typically fall into place. Where are you spending most time in your business? What are you most focused on? What shouldn't you be focused on that you are focused on, you know, to kind of get into what are you doing within your business right now? And is that the right position for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. But oftentimes it starts to spark up a little bit more than that. One thing that became really interesting yesterday with me is we talked about, you know, my current model in business is some growth and structure. So I'm bringing in the right departments, hiring the right people that I want to have in. And as I got talking about what I was doing, one of the members said, bring why, what's, what's your why behind what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I mean, honestly, it's, it's prepping myself for growth. He said, yeah, but I've known you for four years now and you've always said you don't want to grow. So why are you doing this? Mm. You know, I mean, 
for them to know that and yeah. say, hold on outside looking in, what are you doing and giving me your, your motivation behind it? Your, your one, five and 10 year plan. Right. Uh, you know, it really made me question and go, there is a point behind, do I, do I want to grow business? Am I sustained and happy where I'm at? And if so, am I just hiring because it seems right? Seems right. You know, we had one extra busy job, so I brought a new person in. Or is there actually a reason, a goal, a decision behind what I'm doing here? You know, so it does it does give the the other members a chance to, you know, quote unquote, grill you a little bit heavy over what you're doing. The more you talk about it, the more I think about the Builder 20 group, it's like, man, why, why don't most industries do this? Because it is you're right, you know, short of your family or maybe your, your wife, who else would know you enough to be able to ask you that question? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you, you think about it, a business owner or even a small business, not a lot of people quizzing you on why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Right. I mean, you're, you're just trying to figure it out. You're out there doing what you can to figure it out. I think the reason a lot of industries or, or people don't do this is just the time and resource. There's a lot of business coaches out there, life coaches out there that you can pay to bring in to, to ask you a lot of these same questions and, and help you grow. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it's expensive, to be quite frank, and it's time consuming. You know, to, for, to have the National Association put together a team and give it the resources and supplement with some sponsorship resources to kind of bring this whole picture together mm-hmm. really you know, allows this, this Builder 20 group to work. And it's, it's awesome. I found out yesterday from one of our sponsors that uh, he's associated with 324 builder group members. I think that that's probably on the custom home building end of the builder 20 group. I know there's also a production building end, you know, but if you go, okay, 324 custom home builders, we probably got more than that in just Salt Lake alone. Right. You know, so there's not a lot of groups. There's not a lot of home builders out there that, you know, have this opportunity that are taking advantage of it. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure most of them would tell you they just don't have the time. They don't care, you know, but I, I often find myself saying it is the single best thing I've ever done for my business. All day, all day. And just just from hearing your passion behind it and, you know, you getting into a little bit more of the nitty gritty of it than our, our first episode about uh, Builder 20. I, I'm like, I'm very, very fascinated with it. Like I I could see most industries and even most businesses in general, like if they decided to put together a little small group or whatever, could totally benefit from it. It's yeah, I could yeah. see it kind of being a little painful at first, maybe just different, you know, the change yeah. aspects of things. But I mean, what you've gained from it is way worth the, I, I, I don't want to say the pain, but the, the, the stress of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. You know, we were uh, last night we went to dinner. One of the, you know, the one new prospect we have with us was walking with me as we walked down. And uh, I said, man, how was, how was day one for you? You know, for me, day one, the the two question session seems there's a lot of good talk. We're getting a lot of answers out there, but uh, it also seems like you spend a lot of time just talking and you get a lot of good points, but you're just talking. And I, I'm pulling up my notes. I, I mean, I wrote down probably 10 things that I, you know, can go back and work on you know, within my business. So I just asked him, I said, how was it for you day one? And he's like, dude, I got pages of information right. from this from person. He's like, that was, that was honestly like, he, he said to me, that was honestly like euphoric. He's like, it was awesome. There was so much going on. I got so much good information. 
I mean, he's like, I, I could spend all night tonight just going in and starting to implement things that I need to do. And it just, it was just cool to see like that motivation step up, you know? So he's, like I said before, he's the third new member we brought on. And our first new member that we brought on, that was kind of the first outsider of the group. He's now three meetings deep. So a year and a half in, mm-hmm. and, you know, he kind of said yesterday to the prospect, he goes, I, I'll tell you, this is a year and a half in, and I, I have never done anything better for my business, the way it's grown, the resources, these guys have been right. the, the immediate friendships that jumped in. So it just, it kind of reinstilled in my mind that this isn't unique to me. This is, you know, and I think most other groups feel the same way, but for us, this is unique to our group maybe, right. but this is truly how everyone feels getting into it. It's, it's completely, it's, it's amazing to me, period. So tell me a little bit about the sponsorships. You know, I don't think I've even asked you that question. So you don't pay for any of this. We do. Oh, the sponsor, do. Okay. The sponsors itself kind of helps supplement some of the cost of it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I believe there's probably, God, I guess uh, maybe 10, 15 full-time staff individuals at national that, that help kind of put these groups on and run everybody through it. Okay. You know, but when you really think about it, so when I, when I fly out to Nylons where we're at here, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, my expenses are all expenses come out of my pocket, you know, so right. my flight, my hotel, you know, my food, we go to a restaurant. I mean, it's, it's unique. It's, this is expensive. I tell people all the time, I mean, I, I probably spend 15, 20 grand a year, you know, on this and a small business that's expensive. It's right. a lot of money out of pocket. Right. You know, when we go to dinner and we, we've got, you know, an open bar going on bar tab going on, everyone's ordering the flays. It comes in, the glass of wine is being poured every time you turn around, Right. you know, dinner can get expensive quick. We're always at nice restaurants. You know, so I typically leave here and I get a build back from NHB saying, Hey, here's, here's your expenses. Pay us your, you know, your 16th of it. It's also, we're staying in nice hotels, you know, taking a meeting room for three days, renting TI or, you know, uh, IT equipment and projectors, projection to that kind of stuff. So that can get expensive quick. The sponsors where they step in and help is just to, just to cover the cost of the employees at NHB. You know, again, we pay for the NAHB representatives to travel out with us. So that's part of our cost that we adhere. But, uh, you know, the the sponsors do cover the cost of their full-time staffs and wages. So that takes off a lot of us. You know, you figure 10, 15 full-time employees, that's a chunk of change. So this year we've got uh, Generac, Bosch, Thermador, Gaggenau, that's kind of all one company. Mm -hmm. And then Anderson Windows is the three main sponsors. And these guys, these companies pay a lot of money to be a sponsor. To them, they get, you know, face-to-face communication one-on-one time with, with us individual members. You know, so it does give them direct marketing to, you know, 350, you know, top custom home builders across the nation. Right. So I, I believe it's worth it to them. It's uh, Anderson's been back a, a few years in a row. Bosch Thurmaner and Gaggenau has been around for you know, as long as I've been around, but they've been around a long time. They're, they're kind of our longest ongoing sponsor. Right. And I believe Generac's been around for at least three or four years. So they obviously get something out of it, you know, that's valuable to them. But uh, I can tell you, honestly, Anderson Windows has been an incredible sponsor. I've had three different issues with the supply chain over the past uh, year. And uh, every time I've been able to call our Anderson Builder 20 rep, who's taking care of me, getting me the local rep, getting to my supplier and helped resolve the situation, you know, within a day or two, again, coming back to my advantage, 
I've started to use Anderson and believe in Anderson because of my relationship that's fostered through this Builder 20 group. Yeah, that's, geez, that's crazy. I'm still, I'm blown away. As far as the the sponsors, they're involved on the entire Builder 20 group. So each different group period or just your group? No, they're, they're involved with every group. So I believe okay. when we have a sponsor, and I'm not totally tuned into all of it, but I believe when we have a sponsor, they can either decide to go with the custom home building spon- uh, builder 20 groups or with the uh, the, the track builder groups or okay. both. Okay. Builder I think, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but I've heard that the sponsorship for one of the two groups, which is all the custom home builders or all the track builders, is somewhere around $250,000 a year. Okay. So it's not, it's not a light sponsor. It's a, it's a heavy cost. It's a heavy cost. And then they pay their own way to, to travel and, you know, stay in the areas they're going to go. They come out and visit us. I mean, they, they spend a lot of ancillary money traveling and whatnot as well. Yeah. I, to me, that sounds a hundred percent worth it because you got a captive audience. You got as many groups as builder 20 has period. And -hmm. then you have a separate rep that is, designated for the builder 20 groups that yeah. you could communicate with back and forth. So even, even as a local rep, you're benefiting from the builder 20. If you're working it right, you're, you're still benefit yeah. from it. Man, this is, this is absolutely amazing. So if you, if you wanted to become a sponsor, is there, do you know, first of all, but is there like a, a waiting period? Is there, you know, a vetting process? Do you know any of that information? Yeah, I, I do know they take three to four sponsors a year. I'm sure you just kind of have to wait for the upcoming year cycle. I would imagine they probably give their senior sponsors or their repeat sponsors kind of a priority. So outside of that, I don't know the vetting process. I don't know if there's a list that are people waiting to get on. You know, we have the three sponsors this year. I was told by our, our NNHB rep yesterday that uh, they like three to four. So I'm guessing they probably have room for more people wanting to come in. Outside of that, I, I don't know the rest of the process. You know, I do know that oftentimes we sit in meetings all day and at the end of the day, a sponsor comes in and gives us a, a quick, you know, 15, 20, 30 minute presentation. And it's, it's always hard, let's be honest. We've been sitting in a meeting all day long. We've been talking about how we wanna grow our own businesses. And now I feel like I'm immediately getting sold a product. Right. You know, so I always do kind of come back to, what is their intention of what they're doing here and why? Again, we get the Anderson rep that comes out here. Robert, the guy that the the rep that works for Anderson for the Builder 20 groups is absolutely amazing. Comes out and gives us a little bit of a sales pitch. You know, what are they doing with their product? What's new with their product? What we should like about their product? And it's always a little tough, but typically our sponsors will join us for dinner. You know, Bob last night jumped in and uh, took care of the, the bill at happy hour. You know, so they, they become fun, but they're an outsider that steps in right? and oftentimes we're you know, worn out for the day and want to get off to dinner and enjoy the, at least the, the evening scene a little bit more. Sometimes we don't give them the time of day, right? <laughs> you know, but I try to remind myself that they're there for a good cause for us. If you, so I, I understand that rep side of it and it, it is hard sometimes, you know, like, man, you know what, these guys are they're just tired right now or you go, you want to talk to them. It's the end of the day. You, you are driving up to the site and physically watching a contractor, you know, get after a trade. And then you're like, all right, 
now I have to go over here and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, I, got, I got some product for you. Why don't you come over here and take a look at this for me? And it's like, yeah, this is not going to go well. So yeah. in, in a perfect world scenario, would you would you rather have like your sponsors kind of peppered in during the meeting or all at the beginning? What would be more ideal for you? Personally. No, I mean, way, the way they do it works really well. Okay. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's, we laugh, you have to laugh a little bit about it because yeah. again, going back to the camaraderie we have with our group, mm-hmm. I sit there for a day with, you know, my, my homies, the guys that I don't know if I said this in our last podcast, but I meet with my staff before I go out to these builder 20 meetings and say, Hey, what, what questions do you guys want me to ask? You know, revolving around your, your part of our business, right. uh, your department. And they, my staff has started to joke with me of like, we know if there's one group that can get at them to do anything, it's the builder 20 group. Right. So like if we want them to step off a cliff, just tell them to ask him and he'll do it. <laughs> Which cliff? You know, Which um, cliff? Yeah. So, so I think you get that camaraderie and then you bring an outside representative in Yeah. and we're all just like, oh, here, here we go. Right. You know, but again, if, if you start to recognize that the, this individual's traveled across the country you know, staying in the same hotel, taking you to dinner, spending money on a sponsorship, man, give them the time of day. You know, and again, I always remind myself of that and we do a good job giving the time of day and truly uh, those relationships cultivate as well. And like I said, over this past year, year and a half, the Anderson Builder 20 rep has stepped in and helped me three times. I've had multiple conversations with him. He's a great dude, you know, so I think they do it right, to be honest. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So, What's today? Friday. Kind of looks like uh, the schedule is a little more relaxed. Uh, you did say you, you got a couple of couple of builders. You got to get um, your what is that? Two question sessions uh-huh. taken care of. But it, it looks like you have an update from uh, a member of the NAHB. So yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm looking through it as well. So I'm glad. You're telling me what's on my schedule, so I know what I got to get to. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, so this today's actually pretty power packed. Um, yesterday's will actually feel like the more laid back day. Really? Um, today we've got a, he's not a member of NAHB. He's been associated with the Builder 20 groups for a long time. This individual uh, is kind of our attorney CPA that is associated uh, with a lot of groups and we'll do our, our financial updates. Right. So, this it's a little unique to this time because we are in a, a member's hometown for visits. So we're spending our afternoon half uh, doing a product tour and then visiting a few homes that, you know, one of our members have built in the area. So doing kind of that product tour mm-hmm. that'll happen from about one o'clock on. So we decided to, we decided to kind of bring financials and, you know, member tour all into kind of one day, which is going to be really tight. Right. Typically we have our financial analysis out for a full day where we bring them in and go through you know, each individual member's finances. We've asked him because the time is so short on this one to just give us a quick video call in, a Zoom call in, kind of highlight a few tax incentives uh, or financial advice of what they're currently dealing with. And then if anything popped up on our club report or individual report that seemed out of whack or wild or irate, to give him a minute to jump into what that is. Right. You know, so if I'm screwing up, he's going to say, you know, bring what in the world are you doing over here with this expense? Mm-hmm. You know, so that'll be a, a really pretty quick hour and a half, but power packed, you know, with, uh, with that, uh, analysis, you know, and then as we jump into club business, you know, we leave that about an hour and a half open. We're going to try to squeeze in those four member, two question sessions in there. 
along with where's our next meeting, you know, who we bring it into it, what are we going to discuss? Do we want to allow this prospect that we have out into the group? We've got to formally invite him in if we do, you know, so we've, we've kind of got to pack it quite a bit into that, make sure our current leadership is in the right positions and we want to leave them there. It's amazing how quickly just trying to decide where we want to go, you know, next spring, we've already got our fall meeting plan, but next spring that, with 16, you know, builders in the room, that takes some time, you know, so we, we power pack that in and then really grab lunch and we're headed out for, you know, the tour for the afternoon. So it'll be a busy day. I, yeah, it looks like it's going to be pretty crazy, but tell me a little bit about this tour. Is it all, uh, is it product tour? It looks like there's a home tour. Yeah. So product, it, it's not, the product tour is not always common. Okay. So again, we're, we're in one of our members' hometowns. Yes. The idea is to get out and see his product. Okay. So we'll get out and see a couple of homes that he's either currently has under construction or has finished construction on, you know, just so we can associate that member uh, with the type of product they do and kind of get to know them a little bit better. The member becomes the member's hometown that we're visiting when we do a hometown visit is kind of the, the co-host to say mm-hmm. what restaurants we're going to eat at, what hotels we're going to stay at. And what do you want specific to, to your hometown visit? Right. You know, so oftentimes we'll either do an office visit and some home visits, uh, you know, product they built. This particular member wanted us to, to do a, a tour of Bevco lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a lighting manufacturer in the area. So we do kind of a, a tour of their, their warehouse and how their business runs. So I don't know if he has an association with them. Uh, it may just be a, a supplier in the area that he likes and uses uh, or manufacturer. You know, so we'll do it. It's kind of a nice tour setup. To be honest, it's fun, but it is super cool to get out and associate the type of product that that member doesn't build, right? which kind of grows you a little closer together. I would imagine that, um, you know, going out and seeing your peers coming out and seeing something that you've physically done. Some of your product is a little bit, uh, I guess, kind of pucker time, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You know, I've thought when we bring them out to Salt Lake, uh, you know, how does that look like for me? <laughs> and I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's not lie. You bet your ass. I'm going to make sure the job's are clean up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for so, sure. All OSHA requirement stuff is taken care of. Safety is over the top. Everybody's got new shirts uh, on, we're, looking we're, good. We're almost looking at it that way. I mean, you take, right, you take 15 pairs that I deeply respect right. and put them on a job. You know, we're, we're going to make sure it's tidy. I think that uh, as we get more and more hometown tours done with this group, We'll get more comfortable with that. We've we've only done what two others. This is the third one that we've done. I mean, over four years is the third one that we've done. COVID had a big play in in slowing that down a little bit for us. But uh, I, I think every member. In fact, when we flew out, you'll laugh at this one. The first the first hometown we visit was visited was with uh, one of our members in Asheville, North Carolina, and his his company is kind of the the big company of our group, probably the largest of our group. Uh, they've been wildly successful. The owner that is our, our group member is just a freaking rock star. He's awesome. And, and, you know, he's, he's the first one to kind of step into that fire and say, I'll host the hometown visit. Right. And uh, we get to Asheville <laughs> and I'm not kidding. 
land on the plane, I'm getting off and one of those like center kiosk advertisement things has, you know, his home construction name and this big picture. I was like, you freaking, I guarantee this punk freaking went and bought an airport sponsorship for all of us to come in. I was like, and he's the standard clear up here. I'm not doing that when people come to visit me. It's not going to happen. You know, it's always been the joke of like, am I going to fly into the airport and see their advertisement, you know, right. kicking right in front of my face. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how much that costs. But he did set the standard. Yeah, I don't even want to know because I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> but he set that standard for everybody, though. <laughs> That's huge. That is huge. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I tell you what, man, this is this is great. Like, I, I have so many questions, but I also want to be courteous of your time because I know you got to get out and get your run on, and then get to meetings and stuff. Give me a little feedback on what you've learned so far and you know let's let's keep it short man because i don't i don't want you to be late for anything today yeah yeah man i, I greatly appreciate it and, and you know again thank you for making this work this morning too i know i know i'm a little bit ahead of you in time so you're up early i appreciate that um you know what i what i learned yesterday uh I, i'm just pulling up my notes to kind of scan through them while we're talking here but you know what i'm walking away with from day one is I got my chance to speak about, you know, my kind of two question session. I just said, I, everybody's so stressed out right now. We're coming out of this environment of COVID lockdown. You know, now we're wondering if we're in a recession or not. We just had this incredible inflation that hit us. Interest rates are moving up. What's going to go on with our economy? And I, I would say with our industry, we're freaking out a little bit. And not only are we freaking out, but we've been overwhelmed with work that we didn't think was going to happen over the past two years. So we've been incredibly busy. We're now stacked on top of it with supply chain issues and, and you know, let's just say labor issues that everyone's feeling really exhausted, you know, burnt out, worn out. That was brought up a lot in people's updates. And I, I thought as it came around to me, I thought, you know, I'm, there's been times that I've been burnt out. Don't get me wrong, but I'm feeling really balanced and good right now. I, I feel like I'm, I have this clear vision of setting up the right departments in my company and, and growth, maybe minimal growth, but growth. So as it came around to me and I started saying, Hey guys, I, this is unique. I'm feeling really good. I'm happy. I like my clients. I like my jobs. Yeah, we could make more, but we're always going to say that I got away from it when I said, you know, I, I want to set up the right departments and grow. And one of our members said, why you haven't said, you haven't said that in four years. I, I'm curious to what your motivation behind this is. I walked away saying, what is my core behind bring homes and what are we trying to do? What's our long-term goal and what's my motivation behind every decision? So I, I literally walked out of there saying, does this fit within my core? And that's the, the question I'd answer myself every time I look to bring on a new hire, you know, expand business, bring on more jobs is, does it fit within the core of what I want to see? Does that fit within my goal? And if not, what am I doing? I can't just grow to grow because we're busy. I've got to have a reason behind what I'm doing it. In my opinion, I walked out of there with, I need to give it a little bit more of a scoping vision of that three, five, and 10 year plan and really focus on that core decision as I grow. I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I, I oftentimes find myself playing in, you know, new business. Let's start up a podcast. That sounds fun. <laughs> you know? Right. Just, just, just say, you know, the podcast does fit within my core. So we're okay there. For sure. Um, you know, but I do. I, I spin off. I, I fly in. I fly back home Saturday. Monday, I am right back out of town to, to Moab, Utah for a, a business meeting down there on Tuesday morning. And to be frank, 
that doesn't fit within my core. The conceptual development that we're talking about down there does not work for, you know, the company that I currently run. So I, I, I'm still going to go on that. Yeah, it's why? too late to cancel that. But the reality is it doesn't fit within my core. It's, it's too far outside of my network. I have no interest in hiring and bringing more people on to take over a product down there. Uh, you know, and I'm saying this all kind of negatively. I'm going to go to the meeting and give it a, a good effort to understand and, and participate. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it doesn't fit within my core, you know? And so I, I so need to make that as a friend for a favor or a friend for a favor. Yeah. 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 It sounds like a, a fun trip. Right. <laughs> um, yes and no. Uh, you know, part of it was part of the, um, network that I'm involved in at home. The other businesses that I'm in, involved in at home have advantages to, to be a part of a develop, development and growth down there. So our real estate group, our lender group has the opportunity to be a part of a, a unique growth in the area. Gotcha. And I probably go as more or less the professional in construction and building uh, to give advice, you know, but again, as decisions are made and we say, Hey, I'm in or I'm out. The reality is I'm out. It's, it doesn't fit within my core. It doesn't fit within my vision. Okay. You know, so just, I, I think as we walk away, you know, what have I learned in, in day one is just saying, does that, does that follow my motivation and my goals? And you know what, one of the members had really said, you know, I, I told him about the podcast that we were doing, told him about, uh, you know, the growth that we've had in their structuring of business. And he said, Adam, you're, you're a very unique personality. You, you do really, really well in just being brutally honest you know, bring very blunt. We've talked about this a little bit before. Right. He said, do you believe that a lot of your business comes in because of the branding that you've done for Breen Homes and who, you know, what Breen Homes is or you individually? And I said, honestly, it's me individually. I spend a lot of time in front of the camera, behind the microphone, sitting in, in board positions that I don't get paid for. I get myself out very, very, very much in the community yeah, and it builds agree. a love it builds a level of trust that a client comes to me and says, Adam, we trust you. You just have the company that does it. So we trust that you're going to get the resources to get this done. Right. Right. And he says, is that the right vision or do you need to flip that vision over to your company, your branding, your name, you know? And I think that's a lot of the point of these podcasts is, you know, me getting more content out there, but also doing it under, you know, my bring homes wing and not necessarily always me personally. And that does kind of go back to, is that my core? Do I want that to be a part of the business or do I want me to be running the business? You talk about what does this do, man? I walked out of there going, God, if that gives me one focus for the rest of the year, it's to say, how do we delineate the difference between Adam Breen and Breen Homes? And what is the core and motivation, main motivation behind doing that? And which path do we follow as we you know, create those departments and grow the business. Right. Man. Great answer, man. Great there's answer. my home. There's my homework from one day of meetings. <laughs> one day of meetings. That's a lot of homework. Yep. That's a lot of homework. I'll tell you what, man, I, as we've been talking, it generated a whole bunch of other questions. So uh, would you be up to talk uh, maybe a third episode on builder 20? maybe in the next couple of weeks or so, or we'll figure out when, but would you be up to to kind of talk about it? Maybe, maybe an update. Maybe we span this out for, you know, four or five weeks or so, give you some time to implement some of the stuff that you are learning and then, you know, touch base. Would you be yeah, absolutely. 
you know me. I'm always up for talking a little bit more. I, you'll you'll laugh. I'm I'm flipping through my my document right here that uh, I it's I've called it Builder Twenty Notes Builder Twenty Meeting Notes from Inception. Mm. So that the day we started, I think I've always been confused on what day we started. So I'm going to scroll to the very very top here and look and see December third, twenty eighteen. But what I do is I, I constantly just take this list of notes on my laptop as we go through, you know, save it in the cloud. So I have, I always have access to it. And then as I implement those notes or changes into my business, right. I just strike through the text. I don't remove it. I strike through it, you know, and I've got, I mean, oodles of pages. I'll bet you I've got 40, 50 pages as I'm flying down through this thing. Wow. And as I'm flying down through it, I'm looking at everything I've, you know, highlighted and striked through, you know, or things are open. And I, I mean, I jump back to this thing, I would probably say on a monthly basis and say, you know, what am I doing? And I'll go all the way back to 2018 where I said, I, I wasn't quite ready to implement that change, Right. but now am I ready? You know, I look all the way back through this stuff. I mean, that's a, that's amazing to me that I, I've been able to kind of keep this and I go back and I look through this, you know, and things that I, I should have done. So, yeah, I mean, I've got plenty more I can talk about, okay. you know, of what, have done what we've implemented, how we've implemented, why we've implemented, what we haven't done, why we haven't done it. You know that I could just continue to to fill these these discussions in, and I I like them. You know, again, you you know I like to talk. This is a fun platform to talk on, but it, it's also really cool to gather and motivate individuals to do the same thing that I'm doing, not just for their business, but them personally. So, you know, I've said this before: if you have a network and resource within your small group. Find it, join it, spend the money on it, put the time into it. If you don't consider a life coach, consider a business coach. I mean, it's it's not all about growth and bottom line dollar. Right. It's very much also about how you manage your life, keep it all together, you know, keep yourself successful in in the personal world of family and friends, but also within the business world. I mean, it's it's incredible information, and I I honestly truly I've pulled, as my employees know. I live and die by it. I really do. I can definitely see that. That's for sure. And I, I also think that it's it's important to see how you are. It's important for, let's say, a, a, a client. People are looking to build a home. They're talking to other contractors. For them to come on and, and you know listen to your podcast or listen to your stuff on your LinkedIn page or just have more in-depth, I want to say conversations, but they're not conversations. They're more listening to you having conversations about how you run your business and how you want to help other businesses and the things that you implement as you learn them from other trades or Builder 20 group is, I think, huge. Like I, I really am pretty interested to know if, you know, how many other contractors, builder professionals are doing things to grow their business or to help their business in general, or even just their network around them. So I I think a lot of this is beneficial on a bunch of different fronts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, uh, again, not, we need to drag on a little bit longer here, but uh, the, the prospect I talked to yesterday, he's out of California. He's been, been in business 28 years. Mm -hmm has 35 employees. And I said, what are you looking at joining a group now? And he goes, man, I just, I have a friend in Texas that uh, was telling me I really need to look into this. And uh, he goes, it, it's so odd for 28 years, 
I, when I talk to people about my business, I either feel like I'm bragging about my success mm-hmm. or I'm back because I'm unwilling to tell them how I've gotten to that success because they're competing. Again. And he goes, I'm just looking for a group that, that this works. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been in business 11 years now and that's, you know, I'm young compared to 28 years. I mean, he's, he's been in business almost as long as I've been alive, you know? <laughs> so it, it's incredible. I'm not that young, but you know, it's incredible that he hasn't found a resource like that yet. And he's still looking. Right. You know, it's, so, you know, he asked me a few hard questions and it was fun to be able to answer them back to him to say, you know, how I believe that this has created incredible success for me. You know, one thing that I, I am leaving with from our meeting yesterday too, uh, was a member had said, Hey, listen, in today's market, you should always be hiring. And I thought, eh, that's stupid. I, I don't need to hire 30, 40, 50 employees and constantly be interviewing. And I even said that I said, I'm, I'm not doing that. He said, no, no, no. I, I don't mean that you should constantly be receiving applications and interviewing, but he goes, but you should always have a post in LinkedIn, Indeed, you know, or, or a KSL local ad, you know, some sort that says, just generally, we're looking for amazing people. Yeah. If you're come to me mm-hmm. and, he goes, and then filter through those applications. And if you come across a rock star, hire that person and find a position for him. You know, I, I, again, incredible insight from a company that has about 30 employees to say, Hey, look for amazing people, because it's not necessarily always about your processes, your systems. It's about having the right people and the right seats on that ship. Right. As we go back to talk about growth and business, what we care about, how we're growing our business. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I don't want to be the 70 year old, you know, mundane general contractor that just builds another house for another client. I really do want to make that experience amazing for the clients that I work with and not only build them a home, but build a friendship, a relationship that sustains into, you know, a long-term process. And I can't do that if I just look at it of what's my bottom line dollar, am I getting rich off this? For sure. Right. Of, you know, I'm building a, a company that does, you know, the right stuff. I like it, man. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you being on today. I'm going to let you get on with your day because you're right. You got a fully packed one. My <laughs> brother, man, I appreciate the time today and making this work out. Hey, no sweat. We'll see you when you get back and good luck. Thanks, bro. See you. Thanks, man. Late.